How many love it when things in your life fall into place? When everything you planned goes exactly the way you wanted it to? The way you thought it should be, it happened that way? You experience that sometimes? I do sometimes. A lot of times I have to make an adjustment here or there. Sometimes it goes according to plan. How many men out there read the instructions? I've learned something in my 56 years. I hate reading instructions. But what I do is I have someone read them to me so I can follow them. Putting something together, you can't find H, you can't find G, it's not in this big baby crib or what. After Shelly calms me down, I said, here it is. We get it all put together. But I love it when things come together right. We plan our day by prioritizing the most important things we need to accomplish. If you're not planning your day, you need to be. Because you're just going to be like a paper in the wind. It's just, you're just going to float around and you're not going to get anything accomplished. You have to set some goals. Right? That may look like you setting the alarm the night before. It may look like setting the alarm so you can get the kids up. Get them breakfast. Get them to school on time. So you can get to, get to work on time. It may be arriving to work on time or deciding when to buy groceries or go to the bank or the post office. Right? When everything runs smooth, I want to give you an illustration. The kids get up all chipper and says things like, hello, father. Did you sleep well? I am so appreciative of the Pop-Tart that you supplied for me today and the fact that you slaved over that hot microwave or toaster. I'm beyond excited to be early today to continue my education at our fine institution of learning we call middle school. Does anybody have kids like that? Had kids like that? I didn't have one like that. That's the perfect plan. George Pappard was an actor that played Hannibal Smith on the popular TV show, The A-Team. How many seen The A-Team before? His catchphrase was, I love it when a plan comes together. Did you hear him say that? I love it. Every show he says it. I love it when a plan comes together. Every once in a while, things do just fall into place, or that's the way it seems. I heard one, one person say that the only thing that falls into place is dirt. I can. I hear music. I do. All right, show us.
Praise the Lord. Having our first service up there in Children's Church, up in our room, we've been building on, and uh, today is the first day they'll be having Children's Church. We're so excited. I, the audio didn't come through as well, but we could see what they're doing, where they're at. Praise God, because that right there is a miracle to where souls are going to be saved, lives are going to be changed, at an early age, seeds are going to be planted that's going to be fruitful for the kingdom of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll just tell you, that room, everything up there didn't fall in place like we planned. The only thing that falls into place is dirt. Go home, get you a handful of dirt and throw it up in there, and it'll fall right back where it belongs. <laughs> Some days are like that when nothing seems to be going our way. Nothing's going according to plan. Sometimes the stress and the worry from our plans just going haywire. You ever have them days? It didn't go right, and it overwhelms us. How many of you ever had things in life just overwhelm you? I've had things overwhelm me that I tried to concentrate. I tried to focus. I tried to do everything I could, and I was still overwhelmed. I had surgery on my right shoulder. Rotator cuff several years ago. They sent me to home. It was on a Friday. Saturday morning, they said, take this pill so you get ahead of the pain. The pain block is going to wear off. Take this pill. This will help you not to be in so much pain. I took the pill. I got out of the recliner. I walked to the, to the bathroom. I come back out, and I was dizzy. I thought, I've got to sit down. I sat down in my office chair. I said, no, I, I'm not feeling good. I better get over to my bed. And I, I, I realized, oh, I, I can't get in bed. I, I said, I got to get back to my recliner. I got to my recliner, and I sat down on my recliner, leaned my head forward, put my hand on my head. And in my mind, I was thinking, is this the way I'm going to die? What is wrong? What is going on? I was trying to focus my mind and mind over matter. You know, I was like, I, okay, straighten this up. All right, you won't be dizzy here. And I'm, now I'm nauseous. I, okay, I, I'm not going to throw up. I'm just being real calm and sitting there. This was in a sling. So it was like this. So calm. I was overwhelmed by some medicine. Now, in reality, Shelly tells the story. All that's true until... After I sat down, she said, I wasn't calm sitting like this anymore. She said, you was picking your right arm up out of the sling and just moving it all around everywhere. The day after surgery and jabbering. And she's trying to hold my arm down so I don't tear something loose. Sometimes life is just like that. I talk to baby Titus all the time. And the first thing I always say is, oh, show, 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 show. And he just smiles from ear to ear. We have our own little language going. But it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes we have things going on. We're trying to make things calm. We're, it, but it's just overwhelming us. And just gibberish seems to come out of our mouth and our mind. And Wow. Sometimes the kids didn't get up when you woke them up. They immediately started arguing who's going to occupy the bathroom first. They say Pop-Tarts again. And you're late for work because of your little blessings. You can't make it to the grocery store, the bank, or the post office. You end up overwhelmed by the day that didn't go according to plan. 
I have good news for you today. My text is in Psalm 61 and 1. If you'll stand for the reading of the Word of God, I'm going to give you some good news today. It's a Psalm of David to the chief musician on a stringed instrument. Psalm 61 1 said, Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you, and when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Hallelujah. How many needs the rock that's higher than us tonight? Hallelujah. Psalm 62 and 2 says this, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. If you're anchored in the rock, you're not going to be greatly moved. Even when you're overwhelmed, you can run to the rock because he's higher than I. Amen. I want to pray. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for this uh, congregation. I ask you, Lord, right now to touch and to move on each and every heart. God, I'm asking you to anoint me with the power of the Holy Ghost to speak your word with boldness. Let the seed of the word go down deep inside us today that it will flourish in our lives. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. I want to preach for just a few moments with the subject. What feels overwhelming is under God's authority. What feels overwhelming in our life, what feels overwhelming to me is under God's authority. How many know he's still above everything? He's still higher than everything. He still knows everything. He's a good God. It doesn't matter what plans we make, and I believe we should plan ahead. God is the ultimate authority in everything we do, we say, we plan. He is the ultimate authority. I had an uncle that had a teenage son. He, he told him he, they, was, they wasn't really you know, upset or anything. They were just having a disagreement on how to do something. And my uncle said, let me, have, let me use my last little bit of authority. He knew he was a teenager. It wasn't long. He, he wasn't going to have authority. Let me use my last little bit of authority. God hasn't surrendered any of his authority. Amen? There is no doubt who has all authority. He hasn't laid it down. He hasn't forgotten about it. He knows that he has all authority, and that's my God. Amen? I want you to know who has all authority, and, and you, you're going to come to a point in your life that you're going to need God in your life greater than what you have him right now. You're saying, Pastor, well, I'm, I've been saved for a long time. I, I have God in my life. That, that can't be possible. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you a fact. You're going to come to the end of yourself one day, and you're going to want God's authority in your life. You're going to need it. You're going to want it. You're going to ask for it. You're going to be overwhelmed with life, and you need God to come to your rescue. Matthew 28 and 18 said, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. It doesn't matter where you go. God has the authority. It doesn't matter if you're flying in an airplane and you're scared to death when you're about to land. God still has authority over that situation. How many has ever flown before? I'm not really afraid when we take off. I'm still pretty close to the ground. I figure if I break, we have a chance of making it. When we're falling out of the ground, somebody said, but you're not landing a plane. You're just falling gracefully. That's when you begin to pray, God, you're in control of this airplane. You're in control of this pilot. I told my dad, said, don't be afraid when you're flying. He said, I said, if it's your time to go, you're going to go anyway. He said, but what if it's not my time and it's the pilot's time? (laughs) 
What feels overwhelming to me is under God's authority, under his power, under his jurisdiction, under his command, under his charge, under his mastery, under his control. God's authority is the ultimate authority. Hallelujah. We have a place we can go when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we're feeling confused, when we're feeling we're not enough, when we're feeling lost, aggravated, troubled, or just plain old exhausted. He's still our ultimate authority. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. And when my plans don't seem to be working out, I remember it's his will I should be looking for and not my own because I don't know everything and he does. I don't see everything, but he does. Isaiah 55 and 9 says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Hallelujah. I have the comfort and know my limited imagination, my limited thinking, my limited knowledge, my limited authority is still under his authority. And he has authority over it all. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. That's why I'm here today. It's a good news message today. Pastor's not got his, his, his uh, boxing gloves on today to punch you in the face with. I'm letting you know that God's still in control of everything. Amen. That's good news to you and I. When we're low, when we need the rock to look up to, he's higher than me. He's higher than you. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. That's why I love Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I can plan and plot all I want to do, but God's got the higher plans. He's my rock. He's my rock. What feels overwhelming to me is under God's authority. My problems, my troubles, my burdens are no match for God's authority. The song said, when I need shelter and when I need a friend, I go to the rock. I think we're going to sing that here in just a minute. We need to encourage one another to go to the rock. The rock is where you find healing for your soul, finances, body, and everything else you could need in life. He is the rock, and he has all authority. As pastor, I want to lead you to the rock whenever your plans don't come together. I want to lead you to the rock when you feel overwhelmed by the world and the situation you find yourselves in. We need to run to the rock when the doctor says that it's cancer because cancer has to bow to the rock's authority. When we need to run to the rock when the finances are not adding up or your money is funny, it's under God's authority. We need to run to the rock when the enemy comes at you from every direction imaginable because it's still under God's authority. It's under God's authority. Hallelujah. We need to run to the rock when our feelings are hurt. When we, need, we need to run to the rock when our emotions feel like they can't take another hit. How many has ever had a broken heart? Whoever didn't raise your hand, you are a liar. I'm just teasing. You know it. You're just lazy and didn't raise your hand. We've all been hurt. We all need to run to the rock because when our emotions feel like they can't take another hit, they're still under God's authority. The situation is still under God's authority. The circumstance is still under God's authority. When the floods come in to overwhelm us, we need to run to the rock that is higher than us. It's under his authority. Don't run from the rock. Run to the rock. I see so many people when they're overwhelmed with things in life, the first thing they do, they cut ties with God and run. They cut ties with the church and run. And the devil's sitting in the background just laughing his head off. Fooled another one. Tricked another one. Wow. Run to the rock. 
I believe sometimes when things seem to be failing and falling all to pieces, they're really falling into place. Our perfect plans sometimes come apart and we think, God, what is going on? This can't be God. It's got to be the devil in the middle of everything. Sometimes when things are falling apart, they're really falling into place. I believe what is overwhelming to us may be a teaching moment in our own lives. Frustration may be a blessing in disguise. That's hard to see. When you're in the middle of the storm, it's hard to see that. Am I the only human in here today? It's hard to see that when things are not going my way, when I don't have my favorite meal, when my wife has aggravated me, when the traffic is terrible. What? God, you said you had authority over all this. It looks like nobody has authority over this. We need to trust what we know about our God. Understand that that frustration is a blessing in disguise. Listen to this. This is in NIV, Mark 4 and 37. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was clear it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern. He was in the back of the boat, sleeping on a cushion or a pillow. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Verse 39 says, he got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, quiet, be still. King James says, peace, be still. I love that. It sounds like he's talking to a person. Peace, Brandon, be still. Winds, waves, causing havoc. Brandon, be still. Peace, be still. Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. Wow. Wow. When Jesus speaks, doesn't matter what E.F. Hutton says. I don't even think they're in business anymore. Old commercial said when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. When Jesus speaks, not only are you going to listen, it's going to happen. It's easy to stand up here and be critical of the disciples. Mark 4 and 35, Jesus said they were going over to the other side of the lake. This is right before the storm, right before they're in distress, right before they're overwhelmed. Jesus just told them, we're going to the other side of the lake. The disciples had witnessed the power of Jesus. They understood that he could heal people. They knew he was a miracle worker. Jesus was in the boat where they were in. And they knew they were going to the other side. But somehow they were overwhelmed. They seen what was right in front of them. Instead of who they knew was in their boat. Glory. But when the circumstances came up out of nowhere, they were overwhelmed. Because they were in the middle of a storm, maybe they had already forgotten the authority he had when he healed the leper. Because of the waves that were crashing down on them, maybe they forgot the authority he had when he healed the man with a withered hand. Because the boat was being swamped, maybe they forgot the authority he had when he healed the centurion's servant that was close to death. He just sent the word. Hallelujah. Because of all the winds, waves, I'm sure lightning and thunder and the water swamping the boat, maybe they forgot that Jesus raised the widow woman's son and brought him back to life. 
Maybe they couldn't remember. Maybe they, a few of these miracles had slipped their mind. No matter the reason, they were still overwhelmed by the situation that was right in front of them. That sounds like us today. God comes through for us time after time, and when the next storm rises up, we forget that he's the master of the wind. We forget that he's the master of the wind, the waves, the storms. He's still in control of every situation. We forget that he's just a whisper away. We forget all the times he brought us through difficult circumstances when there was no way out, but God made a way. When there was no way it was going to happen, God made a way. Whether it was buying a car, buying a house, whether it was keeping you out of an accident. I know time after time driving that bus across the nation that I should have been in an accident, but God. I remember a time in Cersei going down a two-lane road. Somebody pulled right out in front of me. and We didn't have brakes. Good brakes on a bus are still not very good brakes. And we didn't have good brakes. I slammed on the brakes, but I was going to apply them because he pulled right out in front of me and stopped and wanted to turn left on a two-lane road. It was collision or the ditch. I got as close to him as I could and went, went through there and come around and nothing happened. I thought to myself, no way did that just happen. Because this was one of them big, deep ditches. It wasn't, wasn't just a little shoulder or anything. It was a deep ditch. And we're talking about a huge Continental Trailways bus going around there 40 foot. Somehow God's hand went into that ditch and just held that bus up. We went right around over and over, top to heel on the interstate one day. And there was an accident right there on the top of the hill doing 70 miles an hour. There was no way I'm going to stop. But God made a way. Actually, my brother was driving at that time. I was sitting on the steps and he yelled, Drew. I looked up and I seen what was going on. I grabbed the steering wheel and jerked it to the right. And barrels went to flying. You know how they block them roads off for a mile before you ever get to them? So for a mile, we stopped, hitting every barrel in between there. It was God. It was God. It was God. God has been faithful in our past. And he's the God that is the same in my yesterdays, in my present day, and in my future days. In Malachi 3.6, he said, for I am the Lord, I do not change. What feels overwhelming to me is under God's authority. I love talking about the three Hebrew boys. They took a stand. They took a stand for God. When the king decrees, when you hear the music play, you have to bow down and worship the golden image that took a stand. They took a stand. When the Hebrew boys refused to bow, the king had the furnace heated up seven times hotter than usual. They tied the boys up and threw them into the furnace that was so hot that the soldiers which threw them in were killed. How many remember the story? They may have been overwhelmed by the situation, but they never turned their back on God. <laughs> they knew God had the authority over King Nebuchadnezzar. They knew God had the authority over a fiery furnace. I love what they said 
to the king. They said, we don't even have to answer you about this. It's just silly for you to even want to talk to me about this. We're not bowing down. Let's see. God or fiery furnace, give me the barbecue. The king leaped to his feet to take a look at what was going on. And the king said, I see four men. I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt. The form of the fourth is like the son of God. The one with authority. The one that's going to help you out of every situation. It's our God with the authority over every situation. What was overwhelming them, God was walking in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what we may be overwhelmed with today. God has the authority to save us when all hope is lost. God can protect you when the fiery trials come our way. Listen to this. Not only will he walk with you in the fire with all of his attributes, with all of his authority, the Hebrew boys even found freedom from what previously had them bound. Did you read the story? They bound them. They tied their hands up. The only thing the fire burned was the bondage off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The fire didn't bother them in any other way, but the bondage just came off. When they trusted in their God that has full authority over every situation, they were no longer bound. You might say they had a breakthrough from the bondages that the things that tied them up, they had a breakthrough in. The king yells at them and tells them to come out of there. And they said, okay, we'll come out. Wow, in a fiery furnace, that consumes people. How many know if fires burn? Yeah. How many's ever been burned by fire? Amen. Daniel three twenty seven says, and the princes, the governors, the captains, and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, <laughs> nor was their hair of their heads singed, neither were their coats changed nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Wow. Wow. God has the authority over the fire. God has authority over the situations and the trials. God has the authority over what the devil meant for evil. He's going to turn to good. Hallelujah. What feels crushing and what feels like a disaster, what feels like chaos and what feels what the feelings of overwhelming in our, in our life, it's all under God's authority. When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to the rock. Lead me to the God with all authority. How do we walk through the tough times of life? How do we go on after the health crisis? How do we continue to live for God when you're overwhelmed with a troubled child? I'm going to tell you right now, whatever you're going through, whatever you're overwhelmed with, it's under God's authority. It's under God's authority. When the Israelites were overwhelmed by a Red Sea, army behind them, Mountains to the sides of them, the Red Sea in front of them, God still has the authority over the Red Sea. <laughs> it was under God's authority. When the disciples were overwhelmed on the lake, it was still under God's authority. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were overwhelmed, the fiery furnace was still under God's authority. When Daniel was overheard, I mean, you know, they're spying on him. They heard him praying. When Daniel was overheard, overmatched, overwhelmed, and condemned to the lion's den, 
it was still under God's authority. Praise the Lord. When the disciples were oversaturated with water, overcome with fear, and overwhelmed with their circumstances, all of it was still under God's authority. I want you to know that everything and everyone is still under God's authority. Just because you're going through a problem, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that God doesn't have the authority over it. Well, if I was a Christian, I wouldn't be going through these things, Pastor. If I was a, if I was a true Christian, there must be something wrong in my life because I'm going through it. I pray this prayer. God, what I have to walk through, help me to walk through. But what the devil meant for evil, Lord, take it out of my way. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I submit myself to you, and the devil has to run away from me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just because you're going through a problem doesn't mean that God doesn't have authority over it. Maybe it's teaching you something. Most people don't want to be taught anything. We need to be lifelong learners. Whether that's in the scriptures, whether that's whatever God wants to teach us. God, whatever you want to teach me, teach me. I trust you have authority over everything. Teach me what you want to teach me. In every illustration I give to you today... There was people that knew how to call on the name of the Lord. These were people that loved the Lord and had dedicated themselves to him. There's a key right there. How dedicated to God are you? How desperate for God are you? Well, everything's going well right now, Pastor. You know, I'm not really desperate. We need to be desperate for God at all times. Every time, any time, desperate for God. For that relationship to go deeper. Lord, help us. Nothing's changed today. The same God that came through for them is the same God that has the authority over every situation that we go through. So whatever feels overwhelming to you today, I want you to understand it's under God's authority. Amen? I want you to stand with me. If you have a problem, if you have a need or a difficult situation, it's overwhelming you, I want you to come to the front right now. Step out of your seat. Come up here right now. It don't matter what you're dealing with. Come up here right now. We're going to pray. What you're dealing with in your life right now is under God's authority. And I'm just going to tell you, every one of you are dealing with something. It may be illness in your family. It may be a child. It may be a relationship. It may be money. It may be a whole slew of things. Some of you are dealing with some spiritual issues that's only going to take a spiritual answer. It, there's not a physical answer to it. It has to be a spiritual answer and it has to come from God. I want to agree with you in prayer today. No matter what the issue is, whatever's feeling overwhelming in your life today, God is still in control. He still has the authority. He's not given it to anyone else. It's under his authority. Praise God. Shelly, if you'll play something for us. If you don't have anything you're dealing with immediately, nothing's overwhelming you right now, then I expect you to come down and pray. I want you down here standing in agreement with us tonight or today as we pray for each individual that the Lord's going to do something inside of us. The situation on the outside may not change immediately, but something's going to change on the inside of us that we know that our faith is going to be built up, that no matter what I'm being overwhelmed with, it's under His authority. Hallelujah.